This month in our nutrition class, we are studying the art of fasting. But it's very important that you not believe that fasting has anything to do with refraining from eating food. There was a great Zen master of the 14th century in Japan named Basui, who was asked about fasting. And he said, the only real fasting is to refuse to feed on delusion. Any other fasting may be helpful for the body, maybe not, but the real key is to transcend delusion and to refuse to feed off of its emotional remains like anger, neediness, security, hatred, all those negative emotions feeding on delusion. But that's not the only kind of delusion. There's also higher level delusion. <clears throat> in fact, last night in the discipleship preparation group we were talking about confession and the relationship between Catholic confession and the Sat Yoga transformational sessions. So I'll confess that the teachings of Sat Yoga are completely delusional as are the teachings of Buddhism and Advaita and all the others. We're in good company. (laughs) But it's all delusional because language itself is delusional. It's embedded in duality. How could one be a Sat Yogi? Who is there to have union with Sat? There is only Sat. So where do these Yogis come from? We're somehow outside of Sat and have to have union with it. There's no such thing as a Yogi. We are sat. But what does that mean? Any definition you give to it is delusional. It's a pure signifier that has no signified. But that no signified, of course, means everything. But the moment you try to put it into language and grasp it and define it and hold it, you're in delusion. The moment you believe you're a someone who has something, some treasure, some priceless knowledge let alone thinking you have some priceless material object or partner or money or whatever else. Any of those are delusional, but even the highest level of subtlety of sophisticated metaphysical conceptualization of reality is pure delusion. But having said that, it's a useful delusion. It's like medicine. Most medicines today are, in fact, poisons and shouldn't even be taken. But even the medicines that are good for you are only antidotes to a worse poison. And then once you are healed from the original poisoning, don't keep taking medicines. You don't need them, right? Get healthy. But to get healthy means come out of delusion. And that's all we're doing when we meditate. That's all we're doing, is simply refusing to be in delusion for 40 minutes for a day. Is that too much to ask? Just take a holiday from delusion and realize the true nature of who you are. That's all. It's that simple. And it's a true nature that cannot be seen or known in any way in which the mind tends to conceptualize even the process of knowing. So this is sometimes referred to as a path of jnana yoga. 
And the word jnana is often translated as knowledge. But remember, jnana or gnana, as it's pronounced in the Gujarati, uh, comes, is the, what derives from that is the word gnosis in the Greek. It's the same concept. It's translated as knowledge, but it is knowledge that is being. You are that which you know. You don't know it conceptually. There's no subject-object separation in that state. Because both those poles of subject and object are illusions. There is no subject. Any subject is always going to be simply a conceptualization. That's what the ego is, a self-image. Or it could be a very sophisticated set of self-concepts. So the ego can exist on a spectrum, but all of it is an illusion. It's simply a fixation on particular objects that occur in consciousness and a mistaking them for a self. So there is no subject, and the object, of course, is simply form that arises within that very same consciousness that thinks it is looking at it. And so there, all there is, is that which is, which can never be discriminated into these two poles, not truly. And the effort to do that will always end up with an inconsistency or a self-contradiction. And so the only way out of that is to realize you're neither a subject nor an object, Whereas the ego is a combination of both. It's the worst of both worlds. It takes in the objectification that other people put on you and think that's who me is. And then it takes this ultimate sense of subject that is beyond the other and it combines the two. And both are are illusions. And when you put the two illusions together, you're in a spin. Because one feels inferior as an object that can be viewed by the other and is helpless to escape the gaze. And then the other is that which can never be seen or known or recognized by the other and is always alienated and grasping for its essence. Both are illusions. Drop those two poles. Allow the union of the opposites and free yourself from the need to have some self-definition And then suddenly that which is emerges in all of its glory. And it has been, with some reason, referred to as the glory of God, in fact. But that too would be a delusion. But the realization of that state is rightly considered the highest blessing, the highest gift that can be received. And it truly is. But it cannot be owned. It must be surrendered to. And the surrender must be the surrender of the sense of being an entity that knows. And that's when we're in a state of love. And that love is the priceless gift of the letting go. And so I hope tonight we'll all surrender to that gift and stop the the futile striving either to know or to control or to want to possess or the one to to be the dominant one, or any of those desires, or even the more defensive desires of I want to be seen, I want to be heard, I want to be understood, uh, I want to be given love, whatever it is that that wanting uh, may be that comes out as some kind of a primal urge or emotional uh, scream even. But the entity that is screaming or scheming, or whatever it's doing, is an illusion. 
And when that can be dissolved, then all of the pathologies of the ego fall at once. And the love emerges as our natural state that always was. So let's give ourselves that gift of realizing that there is only one sat, one mind. We are all that together as a unity, not in separation. And let us not be a mind that is in a state of separation from that ultimate reality. We are that. <laughs>